And welcome back to another TND Productions, dude. I'm I like the name Pat's Private Parts or Pat's Private Place because it's my place. Private Palace. <laughs> um, but dude, sound off in the comments. Return of the interview series. Yeah, it's uh, been a while. We have great buddy of mine, fellow coworker of mine, uh, fellow Mike enthusiast. Man with a gift of gab. We got uh, Joe Varnese? Ver- Varnese. Varnese. Dude, good. That's a good, <laughs> like, Europe man, dude. That's fun. That, I didn't realize how good that sounds. What, um, and as always, we got Sean in the booth. Um, but, dude, what's been going on with everyone? What have you been up to today, brother? Um, well, I, I woke up early, and I'm actually attending school at CSU right now. We yeah. were talking about that a little bit earlier. And I'm just taking a, uh, a yoga and meditation class, right? So I, like, woke up extra early, got showered, because I knew I was going to come here afterwards, and I wanted to be on we my game. We appreciate that. But, you know, anytime I have to, like, wake up and get to class in the morning, it's always a struggle. So I made the extra effort to get there on time, and then I walked to the building, and I get downstairs, and there's a note on the door saying, oh, no. <laughs> class is canceled. So then I'm like, all right, you know, kind all of, right. That's kind of like a... I was yoga, ready to get all zened out in yoga and meditation, and that kind of threw me off, and I was kind of like thinking, universe, what are you doing to me now? Like, uh, I thought we were going to be all bounced yeah. out before this podcast, but... You, you know, were trying like, to get them chakras in line yeah, before you came you know, up. Open up that third eye. That's also, that's one of those classes, too, where you're like, fuck, dude, I want to go to this class. It's not, it's not like chemistry, where you're like, oh, thank God, I have no idea what's happening. It's, it's also like, the least surprising that the CSU yoga class canceled last minute. Last They're like, a little too relaxed this morning. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if I really wanted to check my blackboard, um, yeah, dude. I, I probably could have known about this weeks ago, but was, that's not how I live my life, you no, know? So, I was telling you, I remember having the brutal. blackboard th- thing. It's brutal. It sucks so bad. Yeah. It's like they were, someone was like, I know what's going to be awesome. We'll combine school with social media. Yeah. And you'll, people will want to check this. They'll want to know what's happening. It's like, no, no one wants to check. Anyone who wants to check this is just like the ultimate of nerds. Well, now you have to because like everything's online now. Oh, it's all that's how it was even at Kent, and I still wasn't checking it. Yeah, I mean, granted, I went to Did school. Did you sign for, up voluntarily for online classes back then? Because I hated uh, them. I only did them if I actually. Absolutely I really had to. didn't. I didn't like doing them. I'd rather be. I'd rather skip a class that's in person. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that was my forte, and also, yeah, I I need someone explaining something to me. Like I can't to just read it. And comprehend yeah, it. They, yeah, they weren't good. Yeah, I hated them. Yeah. It's I can obviously like I can read a little bit, but and I can like comprehend service level to get a deeper understanding of something. Just reading it fucking yeah. doesn't. Well, no, work. they do video. Like, do you have Zoom with yours with your Blackboard stuff? Or? No, well, not so much for the yoga stuff. But, but well, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but they do have that. And I always like thought that's weird. Like, I hear these stories about people taking. Like getting a whole degree online, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, you just got robbed, dude. They just got you. You didn't like it, get to go to one class you, you in person. Out of you the know? experience of the the whole lecture and conversation. Yeah, and yeah. the energy's not the sh- the same and all that. And they kind of look at it like, I just want that certificate, right? Like right. That diploma, and I'll go make my money on in life. But I feel like college, especially, is all about like intertwining with other people's experiences and like socializing and networking, and that's where you can build the relationships that you'll be able to utilize. 
later on in life. Exactly. So the point of doing a whole career in college of online courses just seems kind of ass backwards to me. You know, a hundred percent. Because college too, it. I mean, again, for someone who went for like six years and still didn't graduate, (laughs) was definitely about socializing. Um, And I think even if you're, no matter what age you are, it's kind of a great excuse to be in a social environment where it's not work, it's random people. It's this rare opportunity to get set back out into the wild of what a high school type thing was and be like, oh, I I don't know any of these people really. I get to, you get to meet some people. Fuck it. You get to make fun of some people. And even that portion of it is like fun enough where you're like, oh, fucking Kyle's over here, dude, doing this bullshit again. This guy's fucking wearing jeans to yoga class type (laughs) shit. You get, you get more context and more interaction with people that are around you just because of the circumstance you're in. And it's not just like, all right, cool. I have to do this every day. You're seeing them once a week or twice a week. But my question with yoga, and this has always been because during lockdown, I was like, dude, maybe I'll learn yoga. Hell yeah. And we're doing this show be better at the time. And I was like, yeah, well, I'll figure out some yoga. It is a, to learn it on your own, impossible, I think. Because I don't know if I'm doing something that is loosening my back or actively giving me, like, scoliosis. So it's like, are you, do you feel confident enough now from that class that you're like, oh, I could just go home. You could wake up and do 20 minutes of... Well, so to be honest, yeah. right? Like I, I'm, I'm still at the point where I need an instructor, okay. and I still do it at home. But you know what I do? I just dial up the YouTube video yeah. and like have some Dude, beautiful little babe, women, little babe you know, on there. like some like beautiful yoga goddess guide me yeah. through my beginner's yoga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm okay with that because I like to like watch her and. Not just watch her, but like, you know. Like, I'm what? also doing the yoga. I'm not on the couch. No. But I like, yeah. I, I put my mat right in front of my big screen, yeah. right? I try to emulate what's going on on the screen, you know? Well, and that's, I mean, now with TVs too at this point, it's yeah. like you're watching like a little fucking black and white uh, eight inch box. It's like, this person's actually almost the size. I mean, dude, I still yeah. pop in those Jane Fonda tapes, yeah. man. I go to town. <laughs> but yeah, I've always wanted to, that's something I've always wanted to do. Because I feel like yoga is. It's chill. I like the chillness of it. Because I'm not... And it's also... I like a routine of something. And you always kind of... It seems like an instructor is always necessary. Yeah. And this, the best part about being in the classroom with the yoga teacher is yeah. she can like come up to you and like show you how to do it properly, right? That's uh, uh, yeah. without... Because that's my biggest fear. Yeah. Is that, again, I'm doing it and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I've done this whole 30-minute thing. And everything I've done, if this teacher was there, they're like, oh, actively don't do that. Yeah. Because they're in a YouTube thing. They're not being like, okay, here's what not to do. And like, they don't see you. So like whatever dumbass thing I think is like making sense. Like I'm on the balls of my feet. You should be on the heels of your feet. Yeah. Yeah. And I shouldn't say she always too. I know no, that, yeah, that, just for the record. There's I, some fellas I don't want to piss anyone off. But yeah, there's some fellas like guiding us through the yoga practices but the act of just trying to do it is where it's at yeah so like even if you're at home and if anyone's listening like don't let that steer you away you don't need to have someone there actually walk you through it as long as you can see what's going on on your youtube channel or 
maybe a friend who's a beginner too. Just like the act of like trying to get out there is good energy in itself. And the more you practice, just like anything, you got to start from somewhere. Yeah, you know I mean, everyone starts at zero. So don't let that deter you. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, And you'll feel better. Even if you fuck it up, even if you fuck it up, you'll still feel better. Afterwards. So I know you're a guy. So you, I know you like regularly run, work out, stuff like that. Do you, and I don't know why I'm so, I'm very intrigued with yoga. It's this Eastern European, I feel like somehow they're like, you if, you get, behind if you get good enough at yoga, I think you learn doesn't magic. It doesn't have Indian roots? So it has Indian roots, yeah. but for Indian soldiers, that's what oh. it was for. So Keeping anyone, people limber? like, so it's like in this, yeah, it's like soldier training for people, the Indian soldiers back in the day. So if you ever had like preconceived conceptions that like, I don't want to do yoga. Oh, it's like, it's, it's feminine. Too, it's feminine. That's how those. Indian soldiers got down, Dude, man. You know what I'm saying? India's like, got, they got a lot of little, I feel like my two favorite facts, one now is that yoga's for uh, the Indian army, <laughs> and two, that the word thug comes from <laughs> India, dude, from See? the thuggies. The word thug? Yeah, it was like a- I've never heard that yeah, before. Yeah, it's like, there was a gang in, um, not like ancient India, but like, way, you know, further in the, <laughs> the past. The 80s. Yeah. <laughs> but, um- probably like 1800s, 1700s or some shit. And they were called the thuggies. Obviously it just gets shortened to thug. And it's like, then it gets brought over to America somehow and has this completely unrelated other than I guess committing crimes. But yeah, just a very random like fact. The, what I was going to ask though is, do you feel a different sense of, so in my brief period of time where I have worked out before, AKA use the elliptical. Yeah. Um, you get like a sense. You get like a sense of satisfaction, not like a runner's high necessarily, but like after you work out, you're like, all right, cool. I feel better. I've released some endorphins and stuff. Is it same kind of feeling after yoga, or do you get like a fucking actual little more zen vibe? So, um, a hundred percent, you hit on the dot. I've never felt bad. I've never regretted not working out. For the record, you know, yeah. As much as I didn't want to do it before going into it, yeah. You're like, but for the yoga and especially my course at CSU, I'm blessed because it's half yoga and then the second half of the class is meditation. Okay. Okay. So I definitely we, our teacher does her best to do the yoga nidra. I'm probably screwing it, that enunciation up, but um, our fans won't. Know. Oh yeah. Okay. No one on the <laughs> <laughs> But um. But it gets me to that point where I'm all zened out afterwards, for sure. So we work out our bodies, and then we work out our minds. Yeah. And I'm really, I, my classes are Monday morning and Wednesday morning. and really helps set up my week as far as, like, my mental health and, you know, just, like, being having some clarity. You yeah, know? you're not – well, I mean, that does – Monday morning, is kind of that's prime time to just fucking get in there and knock that shit out. Yeah. And then – so it's all, like, guided meditation? It's all guided meditation. That's – the l- and there's something to be said about group guided meditation. Too. Oh, yeah. Because the energy of everyone else in the room has a way of funneling itself into you and into others. You know, the so. uh, the last time I did group meditation was so I went to a Catholic high school and you were with your girlfriend. No, <laughs> we were uh, so Catholic high school. But it's like fucking it's all guys. So it's literally just uh, four years of like fucking around, essentially. Yeah. And um. Their big thing was, even though it's a religious school or like Catholic school, they all the religion classes are like world religion, like study of like theology. Like none of it was super heavy on. You guys remember Jesus? You want we talk about him a little bit? It's just like, hey, heads up, they're all the same. It's uh, it was like us watching uh, 
what was that documentary like the zeitgeist oh yeah it's like it was that but in a classroom and one of the classes was meditation so it's just getting 25 dudes that was in the like your theology class it was like part of so you take two theology classes a year uh one each semester but they're again none of them are like rigorous on catholicism at all so like there's eastern philosophy stuff there's yeah and um the one was meditation and i remember it was this dude uh mr riley notorious you could just see the amount of drugs this guy had done in his eyes. Like, just 70s wreck drugs, just getting... What else are you going to teach about God if you haven't seen yeah, God, like, man? This, this dude, when I when you guys were talking a little dead beforehand, and I was like, this might as well be, like, yeah, ancient Sumerian, he's right there speaking with you guys. Like, he... Super cool oh, dude. I had a teacher that went to like 200 Pink Floyd shows. Oh. He got close with my buddy Bubba and he like spilled the beans. Like, yeah, I did peyote one time. He's like, what was it like? He's like, well, I remember taking it. And then I just came to three days later and I was sitting in a diner. Oh. And three days had passed. That's yeah. fucking terrifying. He was cool, man. He was a cool guy. I'm also glad that he befriended so, a guy well, named Bubba. Yeah. And I think he might have been lying when he was like, Okay, I experimented one time out of all 200 no, Pink like, Floyd shows just, I went to. Just peyote. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, no, because I was just on acid the entire rest of the show. He went to a lot of dead shows, too. I'm like, wow, he had a lot of time. But did, did, you said this guy was a hippie? This he was, yeah. yeah. And every once in a while, like, you'd stay up because everyone would just fall asleep. Everyone was just like, cool, we're all going to sleep for 45 minutes. And every once in a while, if you, like, couldn't, it does like truly make you feel fucking bad. Another downside was I don't think a lot of kids got it because they were all on like pills and shit. Yeah. So as soon as you get to close your eyes for any period of time, they were all just immediately passed out yeah. from like, look, yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know how I fell asleep. I took three Klonopin this morning and like <laughs> I should be fine. <laughs> um, so are you going to, when the class is done, you stand with the yoga? Yeah, I definitely am. This is my second class, my second yoga class at CSU. So you've moved on from, you're no longer a beginner, dude. You're fucking well, intermediate. I'm going to be honest, I took the same class over as what I did. Okay. Because it was just like the vibe was perfect, you know? Yeah. And I'm at the radio station. I had to like stay in school. And to, do that. And do something. And it's one credit. So it was like cheap. And uh, I don't know about cheap. I'm cheaper than two credits. But yes. um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But for, the fact for, that you're getting credit for it is yeah. awesome, though. Yeah. yeah, it's college cheap, which I, is exactly which is five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's credit, like uh, you know? right up there with Dubai cheap. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I'll tell you this, hundred percent. I took um, I took the class the first time, and we had winter break, and I let up on my yoga practicing over winter break, and I definitely sensed the difference in my mental health and sure. balance I was, so that's why I'm like I'm definitely taking that shit over again. they used to call me the human rubber band dude I don't know if you know <laughs> that I, I can flat palm the ground no problem any day anytime hell yeah and that, the big thing they say with yoga is like it's the flexibility thing because it's you know if you're going to do simple workouts it's like you don't want to hurt yourself like it's I found, you know, I've broken a couple bones I found it's very easy to hurt yourself and if you don't have that flexibility you better your chances of Breaking something or spraining or pulling something. A hundred percent. And I'm like 40 years old now, right? So, so you're like, like, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I can get, I'm pulling muscles having sex. You right. know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so like, like, you got to you gotta take the ice bath I after got, yeah, that, So dude. I'm like, I, anything that steps up my game in the bedroom, you know, or like 
in life in general, I'm like, I'm Perfect. all about it. You know, well, I'm, you glad, we had, I I'm glad the priorities are in order. I'm like, dude, whatever can get me better in the bedroom and fuck it. If I'm better at the rest of life too, that's cool. But bedroom first and then let's get back to the fucking rest of shit. Um, priorities. Another reason I knew Sean might enjoy having you on the phone. You guys had a little bit of the connection earlier, but something I find very interesting. Dude, did a couple summers on the old, the lot, as they call it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, uh, you were on lot for a few summers? Yeah. So uh, I've done like legs prior to last summer. I did the whole Dead and Company tour last summer. Sweet. Yeah. And, uh, and, um, I've been on some legs of tours prior to that, but never a full tour, you know, with fish and, and like further f- tour. Yeah, and I've stuff never like done a full tour. Yeah. Most I've done is like a four night run. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> it takes a lot, man. Yeah. But, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't have done it without my buddy Ben, who I like, he really kind of helped me out as far as paying for everything. He has a company called the Black Throat of Mercantile. I'm not sure if you heard of them. We make hats, like baseball caps. They're okay. all grateful. Is that one of them you made? No, this is no? actually okay. Grand. Teton Gravity Research. Gotcha. And um, but they were on tour with us too. That's who I got from. And but anyhow, Ben has all these connections on tour. And uh, I had last spring, I had like just broken up with my girlfriend, and the job I was working at did not work out. And I'm like, fuck, what the fuck am I gonna do all summer? You know what I'm saying? But (laughs) I I like, and you're like, I've got an idea. No, well, I mean, I would have. I would love the thought that I had the idea, but Ben called me out of nowhere. He's like, hey, the guy who's going to do the tour with me backed out. Do you want to go? And I'm like, fuck yeah. So you, were you helping him sell merch and stuff? Yeah, too? so he paid me to go on tour with him. Nothing crazy, but like enough yeah, to like pay to my live, bills, to yeah. live. And, um, and I, I, I've always been a big supporter of his company since he started anyways. And uh, he owns a little barbershop in Salida, Colorado. But his side gig, which is becoming his main gig because it's growing really yeah. fast now um is the black throat of mercantile the, the hats are huge we just had a 10 hat drop this past month and that's um, awesome it was cool to go on tour and then the other thing i always wanted to cultivate like all types of relationships across the country i've traveled a lot you know but it's different you know because you're a grateful dead guy like on lot it's a whole nother oh, it's yeah. a it's a circus you it, know it, what i'm it, saying it's, it's so, an ecosystem it is it's exactly breathing. It, it's it's crazy it it sounds so. I want to go see it so bad. Oh, yeah, it's like, and like I, an ecosystem, it's very delicate, and every, you know, you want everyone's got to kind of stay in their lane, and most of the time they do. Yeah. I, so, question to get on: If I don't have tickets to the actual show, can I still get on lot? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So you don't have to be like <laughs> in yeah. like. Two thirds of the motherfuckers who are That's there are like, in the parking lot. They never even go. It's in not the as bad as it used to be, but it used to be bad. It actually got to the point where they had an issue with statement back in the '90s. They were like, "If you don't have a ticket, don't come." Yeah, because like it was. I mean, just it was tens of thousands of people. Swarming. Yeah, it's just a giant. It seems like it's just a giant party. Like yeah. you know, they're they're you know they're not. A lot, of time, a lot of times they're not big cities. It's places like Chagrin Falls where it's just a bit, you know, it's out in the it, middle yeah. of fucking nowhere. Yeah. That, I they don't also, have the resources to support this many people. You know? I was also going to ask that. I don't know what made me think of it, but um, maybe, oh, maybe it was because as much as I love the joke, John Mayer found the dead. I know he did not, but he's doing like a big tour now. Yeah, and it's, like, it's just solo though. Yeah, it's just him fine, singing but... "Your Body's a Wonderland" for like three <laughs> hours, I assume. And then, but it's his is all like stadiums and shit. Do the dead not do indoor? They do. 
Oh, they do. The they, first show I ever saw was Nationwide Arena. Was it? Oh, Down really? Columbus? 2015. Yeah. yeah. It was the first fall tour they did in 2015. Okay. I was just going to say, I feel like a lot of times... They do. They, I'm assuming they prefer outdoor. Yeah. 100%. And now these guys are like older, so they're not yeah. touring as much. So they'd rather do a summer banger than like go summer, fall, winter, right? But Bob Weir, right? And the Wolf Brothers. Yeah, it's like I've a side them. project. They do a lot of indoor shows. Okay. They'll do like theaters. Yeah. I saw them at the Masonic. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw, I saw some guy, the closest I've been to a dead show, and I don't know if I've ever revealed this, Ooh. was at, I was at Kent, shout out my buddy Luce, I feel like everyone who's like a huge dead fan always has like a, someone with a very odd nickname, where it's just like, um, but he was like, dude, we gotta go to this show at the Kent stage, and it's. Sounds big. It's really just like kind of a small little theater that's like downtown. And I was like, why? And he's like, oh, this guy played with the dead from. And he gives me like the exact days. I was like, dude, you could just give me the, years. Bruce Hornsby. It, it might have been. He would do some. I think he was a drummer. And I think now he does like some psychedelic. Oh, maybe it's Joe Russo. Uh, he. Yeah, he does some like psychedelic show. And it was like pretty cool. We. He was my buddy was definitely uh tripping. What year did you go? We had to have gone I would say I got to Kent in two thousand nine. So, so probably you don't even know who you saw? I've no idea who I saw. Were I was like two thousand eleven selling gear and stuff. There was a, there were way more people there than I because it was a very random kind of guy. And it was some oh, you know what? He was doing some shit about Sounds from space. Yeah, it was probably Mickey Hart. Yeah, probably Mickey Hart. Yeah. Mickey, so he's, yeah. he's uh, the yeah he's one of the two drummers. Yeah, he's basically a lifetime member. He joined like a couple years after they started. Okay, and yeah, he brought in a lot. Of, he's big on world rhythms and stuff like that. Huge. And like a lot of people, the Dead play two sets, right? Okay, at all their shows, and they end the first set with drum and space. And back in the day. Drum and space can be an acquired taste for the record, right? right? Oh, yeah. But now he's it's, kind of modernized it it's gotten with better. electronic music. It's gotten way it's better. better than ever. There's like this light show, and there's like these group of uh, spinners who like these, sure. who I like am friends with. You know what they do during drum and space? They get naked. They get naked <laughs> in the pit, and they're like spinning around naked, and it's like this whole thing. I, it's like a whole thing, man. When you, just, <laughs> for people who don't know, dude, when you first introduced me to like what spinners were, you, I think you said it kind of offhandedly because you were talking to someone else who was very in the know. And I was like, oh, what is like, because I assumed it was, I assumed it was like Doing some people on drugs. Or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> dude, I'm spun. And I'm like, all right. And you were like, no, it's just people who spin around the entire show. And I was like, Oh, wow. That one, I feel like I'd throw up, dude. <laughs> I feel like I'd get so sick from just yeah. spinning all day. They don't stop. And it's funny you mentioned the indoor shows because I love being at, like, a say you're, it's like at the Q or Nationwide Arena. And yeah, the, the spinners are just like in the hallway. And there's just these like security guards there, just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how <laughs> they're just spinning next to like the fountain soda machine, you know? It's like, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, and they were like a, a cult group. For Ma'am, a while, do you want too. a hot dog or not? Do you, <laughs> you've been spinning in front of the stand. <laughs> are, are you talking about the cats that ride the bus? The what do you mean? Like that weird. Oh, the 12 Tribes yeah. bus? Yeah. No. Okay. So that's a whole nother. The so 12 Tribes bus. You know about the 12 Tribes? Should we get into oh, that? I would love to get home. into some of this, dude. So the 12 Tribes are this like occult. 
hippie cult group, right? And they had this like OG bus that's all done up from the 60s. It's a double decker it looks, bus. It's like a double decker tour bus with bubble windows. And like, they pray. Yeah, it looks yeah. slick. It, look, it does look sick, <laughs> doesn't it? That's, how they, it? that's how they get you in there. That's how they get They prey on like young homeless hippie kids who are like, yeah. come join our fucking oh, co op, right? It's our like hip, yeah. hippie co op, but it's really a cult. And they make you work for nothing, right? So the joke is always. The 12-stride bus is the one bus you can afford to miss. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh. Like, so you see that bus, you don't want to get on. You know what I'm saying? They are, are they, yeah. kinda, are they so, treated fucking like kind of pariahs? That it's like, hey, dude, I know who you just guys. Most people are wise to their schemes. Yeah. And, okay. And I don't like two summers ago. I don't know if it was last summer or two summers ago. Remember the huge wildfire out west? Yeah. They were that started on their compound. They were oh, like really? they were like accused of having them being the 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 light. You know the match that started that whole wildfire. Fire on the mountain. Damn, <laughs> dude. So they these people might have fucking helped burn down half of California there for a minute, yeah. dude. The twelve. I don't know why the twelve tribes bus sounds so so awesome to me. It sounds so like like if Jesus was cruising around like now that you'd be like. Yeah, I'm on the Twelve Apostles bus. I mean, they Come like on. hand out literature and stuff, man. Like it's, it's legit, it's like yeah. Jesus hippie stuff. You, I think. You but know? is everyone at this point? How long have they been doing it? Oh, for a grip. I mean, it sounds like a while. <laughs> yeah, for so a, for a grip. They're well known like on the lot scene. Most people got to be. You got to either be on pretty hard times, or like maybe first time you've ever even seen it and you went to the show by yourself. Well, that's the thing about the dead. Like, there's so many people there, right? That like. Maybe they didn't know. There's so many different niches, and a lot of people aren't hip. Unless you're like a head, like a true head, okay. you've been going, you don't know. But say you're like right out of high school or you're just coming to it. And honestly, and I can identify with this, people just want to believe in something. A lot of people join cults. Yeah. They're just looking to be part of something. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is true. So, I've watched a lot of stuff on cults. Yeah. Yeah. So It is... Um, that is kind of a crazy thing to think about that that is probably a great place to kind of pray get on. some like pray on people <laughs> yeah. who are looking at the dead for lack of a better term as something to kind of believe in this constant thing and then someone else these people are like oh well this is shooting fish in a barrel especially earlier now everyone knows about cults and shit but I feel like back in the day even just before internet, it was so much easier to kind of sell someone on this fucking dog. We're going, we're, we got the bus. <laughs> we're going to all the shows. Right? I mean, yeah, we're all working and doing, okay. You do chores at home. Yeah. They, yeah, they have like a farm, like a compound. Yeah. They make people work there. And That's stuff. what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, they, it's, it kind of seems a little easy to sell a cult. It's prior, like pre-internet. It oh, seems yeah. like easy to be like, yeah, we just get That's a why there was there's more then than there are now. Yeah. I just listened to a four part podcast on Scientology and that shit's fucking it, wild, man. Dude, all that, that is stuff crazy. is I was just talking to my dad about um who was the Apple White guy where they Marshall all Marshall Applewhite from Heaven's Gate. Yeah. yeah, they all wore the Nikes and fucking Oh I'm not hip why to that. Why didn't we talk about those on the show, dude? I'm not hip. So this dude, oh, you never heard of the Heaven's Gate cult? No, I'm not hip to they that. They were man. I don't really nineties. Yeah, do you know a lot about what did they believe in anything yes, in particular? They did. Okay. They, um, so Marshall Applewhite was some crazy cat, and he. Um, the big thing in this cult was there was a meteor that was going to pass. Oh there was yeah, some yeah. Scientology vibes to it because it was like, oh yeah, our bodies are just vessels, 
And once this meteor comes, like we're all gonna ride on the meteor <laughs> and go to the next plane. Like it's, a, it's a bus pass. Like, like yeah. it's gonna stop for us, and we can like load up on. No, it. it was like no. The thing was, they all. This was all over the news. Once I describe it, you might re- recognize it. But yeah, they all drank the. They it was like Jamestown they, or Jonestown. Jamestown. Oh, really? And, and they it was all, like Jonestown. They all drank this poison. I at the think same I know time. what you're talking about. They now, all yeah. laid down in their beds and they all like died roughly around the oh, same yeah, time. Oh yeah, I think I know the story. They thought it was going to go down that way. Yeah, like the news crew went right in there and it was just white sheets over bodies with white Nikes put po- po- poking yeah. out. And Nike eventually fucking just disbanded the. Nikes that they wore. What Dude, I need those joints, man. Um, How I do I get those joints, man? Talk to Yo. I forget what the shoe was, but it is for the longest. Tell Yo to come through with the, for the yeah. Apple Whites. Apple Whites? Yeah. <laughs> I need them Apple White joints, he, man. Uh, yeah, they had, they were, they're like a holy grail shoe, though, for a lot of collectors because they, bet. yeah, it one, I don't think it was like beforehand. Marshall Apple White wasn't down at like fucking, uh, Silver, yeah. you know, sneakers getting like all the good shoes. No, he was like crazy, and he also like he looked wild though. He, he got into um, they all had the same same goofy ass haircut, and he got really into like um, celibacy to the point where like he became a eunuch. He, cu- nice. he cut off his testicles, and oh, he, no. he convinced a couple other people within the not a lot. He, they, he tried to get every guy to do it. Most of them like no, no, thank you. But a few of them did. This guy would have been a fucking four chan hero. If he was alive today, and that's the thing, these cults do. What's exist the point now? of being They're a just... cult leader if you're not going to sleep with all the women? Yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? That's kind of like usually what a lot of them do, right? So that's it is kind of weird. He's like, no, I'm a good guy. <laughs> like that one yogi. I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> you know, the one, the one yeah. like, oh yeah, the one he was. A, oh yeah, I saw that. Yogi. Yeah, he yeah. was. He, I watched most of it. It was pretty disturbing. He <laughs> was the guy who kind of brought yoga to North America, right? Kinda. He helped the yeah. He helped the craze because yeah. he. I was gonna say he. He was the one who helped explode the yoga craze in the fucking, like, 80s and shit. Okay, here's a real cult for you. That Love fucking it. Doc Antel from the Tiger King, man. Oh, With yeah. this little harem of women. You know who I'm talking about? You ever see Tiger King? Yeah, I saw Tiger King. The, I thought uh, the guy that has the space out in, uh, like, somewhere in the Carolinas, and he uh, he has wild animals. Um and he, but he's like, he's legit. got all the he hot like chicks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know he's got all the chicks, yeah. But the real Tiger King was a gay dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, no, they, he, this guy got his own spinoff documentary because he's been into some shady shit since like the 80s. And yeah. then he's a, he got arrested, I believe. Yeah. And he was really big into Indian Eastern culture and this and that. And, uh, well, you know what it is? Just get is, him in the door, you know? I, he, yeah, he, he sells us that you get to take care of the tigers, and you get to, you know, but you, you have to live here, and uh, we're not going to pay you much, and you have to do exactly what I say and dress the way I say. And, it, sleep and he's me. a nut job. I yeah. think it's because that a lot of people who run like cults or like weird shit like that find a way to twist Eastern religion because all the non non Abrahamic religions, so like everything other than just like Judaism, Christianity, and uh, Islam are all like they're just more free thinking it's more in general senses than in uh like such a singular form so it's i think it's easy and it's so foreign and exotic to people that especially back again pre-internet people were like this is oh i you think i'm cheating on i'm i I went to bangladesh once (laughs) So I believe I can fuck all the women I want. <laughs> you obviously will just be fucking me. <laughs> I, you are. Oh, you'd be a slut if you were having sex with like, me. I'm Eastern religious, so I can do whatever I choose. Um, 
that seemed because it's always like that's how a lot of these things get started. Is someone just went somewhere in 1975 and they were like, "Yeah, I was in Thailand and uh, some guy we were high on heroin and he gave me a little rundown of what he believes." And now I took it back and twisted it into like, uh, of course I could have 16 people chained to my wall in my dun- in my basement, not dungeon. <laughs> it just yeah, I've traveled, I'm cultured, I've seen the world. Yeah, uh, it it kind of reminds me of the fucking well, two things. One that just made me think of that show Serpent, which I fucking oh I heard love. Oh yeah, and then some cult that next thing. Netflix one. It was like more of a con man. But oh, okay. he was in Thailand. Oh, I love a good con. It, dude, so good. Dude, it's like true crime, cult docs, and yeah. uh, like scammers um, stuff. But also, just to touch on Tiger King, which I thought was insane, they found that lady's husband. Where? Wait, wait what? When? Yeah, they found... Uh, when did this they, happen? Remember? Ron Baskin? Ron ba- Carol Baskin's husband was found in the fucking... Uh, was it the Philippines? He was going somewhere during he, the... He went to Costa Rica. Costa Rica. They yeah. found his ass in Costa Rica. I guess Homeland Security found this so guy. So she didn't kill him. And So she's still alive? Him. He's still alive. Here's my thing, though. because She's she, like, I'm getting the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, I think she was going to kill his ass. Yeah. Well, one, I bet that dude was into some ultra he shady. Was. They talk about it. I oh, think he was ducking out of being prosecuted. I think okay. he was ducking out of something. He there's a there's a part 2 to Tiger King. It wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't I, very good, but like that no. was the most interesting part was the stuff about about Baskin. him cuz I was going to say I don't know what his and He had women down in Costa Rica and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I remember they were money. saying he was like cheating and shit. And again, I I think like the 70s 80s such a beautiful time personally because you could still kind of just do whatever and disappear. Like you have these people who are just like, Hey, guess what? Uh, I'm an airplane pilot. And they're like, <laughs> Leo. All right. He's got that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty hard yeah. to argue with him. And anyone back then who had shit like tigers and they big exotic animals. Now you can kind of get more people who are, into the environment and are kind of more, these are all rescues and shit like that. Back then, those dudes were getting them from the source and those were bad guys. Yeah. All those dudes. Well, they're either poachers or they're just weird, bizarro criminal guys guys who have more money. Yeah. Yeah. More money than God. And just go, you know, what's going to get a lot of respect when I do these contracts, big old tiger behind me. And, Back then, people were like, holy fuck. It looks cool. It looks really cool. This is all. Now people are like, you're bad. You shouldn't. Because there's. What's the fact? More tigers in Texas than in the wild? Well, I don't get it, though. Like, I mean, I do get that. But now these tigers are all like in captivity. What are you going to do? We can't do anything. You're going to release the tiger back in the jungle, you know? That's what I'm saying. It's one of those things. It'll be like Jurassic, the new Jurassic World movie. I don't know if it's in the new one. It sucks, but it's like dinosaurs are just like living with humans. Like they're just like everywhere. yeah. We're just gonna release tigers into Texas. If <laughs> that's the number best case scenario. Yeah, I mean be- people don't even like zoos anymore. Well, and here's my thing. I'm a little bit of a zoo sympathizer because of the fact <laughs> these fuck. What are you gonna? It's you, we have a couple options. Either we keep these animals alive, you study them, you figure out their behaviors, and you can. Use that information to help ones in the wild. Okay. Or you just fuck off, 
let these animals live out the rest of their lives. Then they die. And then what? We turn it back into a park or something. Because it's like you can't release any of the animals. All right. the animals have, for the most part, been born into captivity. Yep. And so if you let it go, it's like. They're going to get killed. It's or... releasing me into the woods. I'm like, yeah. I guess I just lay here and die. I mean, I don't know what to do. That's funny you brought that up because last night me and Vince were at the Cavs game, yeah. right? And it, they did the land jerseys, right? Which mm-hmm. is a co- uh, with the Metro Parks. A cross brand with the Metro Parks. Cool. And you know how like in between at halftime or a timeout, they bring out the people and they get to guess the suitcase with the prize. Yeah. yeah. This chick, her, she like held out from like the $50. You know what she won? Huh. A lifetime membership to the Cleveland Zoo. Dude. <laughs> and, I mean, and I'm like. That's actually kind of cool. It is kind of cool. <laughs> I like But that. then it got me thinking about all the animals in the zoo. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. You know what I'm well, saying? I'm like, I'm guy, like, should I be supporting that or not? I got a TikTok and this was really good. He goes, you know. People say not to go to the zoo because it's like a prison for zoo you know, or for animals. He's like, but, you know, they say you should see people you love in prison. And I love animals. That, so I want to Touche, dude. Because <laughs> also, for me personally, if I had a zoo pass, dude, you, you get a little... If I'm going to, like, go for a like, exercise-esque walk, yeah. I'd rather go do that shit at the zoo. You where they just, shit. If you have a lifetime membership, just take a lap. Yeah, dude, I'm going. I'm workout. getting stoned and walking around this zoo for Hell an hour yeah. and a half. They host 5Ks there, yeah, man. I believe it. Yeah, and they host 5Ks and fundraisers. And you know what the zoo's really for? The fucking kids. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, you ever go to the zoo and see a monkey pick its nose? You know yeah. how fucking cool that is? Oh, you know? You're like, a monkey pick its nose and eat it? You're like, I knew that was natural all along. It, you know what I'm saying? The fucking... I remember being a kid and field trips to the zoo. That's the best day ever, dude. I, in my mind, I have permanently burned because for us, we, it was a private school I went to, just like a small Catholic school. And we would, parents would volunteer to drive like, hey, we need uh, eight parents to drive all the kids to the fucking zoo and walk around with them because we didn't have school buses. And, my dad was like, oh, I'm off that day. Like, I'll volunteer for this. Dude, my dad came in, ultimate cool dad at it, dude. Hell yeah. We stopped and got, like, McDonald's breakfast <laughs> on the way to the zoo. He's like, he's like, listen, we're all going to veer off from the fucking, uh, you know, co- caravan <laughs> the here. Caravan, and the we got convoy. some McDonald's, dude. He's like, he's like we're not going to get McDonald's at the zoo. You know how fucking overpriced that shit is? <laughs> And then he's just like, he just smells funny too. Oh, he's yucking it up. Like now that I think about it, I'm like, hey, pretty impressive. You're like a 40 year old guy making a bunch of like eight year olds laugh. But to me, I'm like, yeah, that's my fucking dad. (laughs) I was like so proud of it. And then you're at the zoo. It's so cool. Like you're seeing all this shit. I get the ethical side of it. 100%. Yeah. If we were still, if someone's like, uh, we just got a new tiger freshly kidnapped from the jungles of India. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that's not good. But they're like, hey, the first panda. We it, rescued it. It's, these are rescued. They're fucking uh, like they're learning about shit. They're like, oh, now we know these pandas don't fuck because they fucking want, want to be in this environment. <laughs> so it's like, hey, all these pandas that aren't fucking out in the wild. It's because they're not in this area. Someone just like grab one of these dummies and toss it over in the area it likes. It, you're actually getting, you know, real info. So if it's ran yeah. by a governing body, great. Zoos in Tulsa that's on some guys like 20 acres, 
is a piece of shit place. Yeah, the fact that they called that a zoo was crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, it was like the G, GW Zoo or whatever. Yeah, those ones are fun. Even the yeah. weird ones. It's just uh, a bunch of steel cages. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You want to hear about safaris. A, you yeah. want to hear about a field trip to the zoo, man. My friends went. I think they were, we were seniors in high school because he was in this interactive media class. So it was like the day you draw the animals on your little iPads oh, or whatever. Yeah. Dude, this one polar bear. I don't know if you remember this. It was on the news. Like one of the other polar bears killed the other polar bear. Oh fuck! They watched it right. It happened right in front of them. That's like those Shamu thing too, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Blackfish. Dude, blackfish. Yeah. That one is okay. I will say that shit's dude. But I've probably watched Blackfish like six times. Yeah. Because it, it just blows my mind. Well, it blew my mind too when people when that first came out because that was I don't know if it first came out in college, but I feel like it got its big like boom when when I was in college. It was probably right when you were finishing up. Yeah, and. Well, I never finished college, so well. <laughs> I, I ride forever. <laughs> uh, but I remember people being like, dude, you're not going to believe it. Like, SeaWorld, it's, like, not good. And it's like, oh, the the animal that swims from Mexico <laughs> to Alaska doesn't, didn't feel like the 100-gallon the <laughs> tank is, like, it's it lived in the ocean. That's one of those animals that's like, all right, this... You didn't save this. You stole those. Whales don't need saving. They're either just dead or they're fine. That's like the two levels of whale. It's either we're good yeah. or I'm on the beach dead. Those are like... It's all about money at SeaWorld. Oh. 100%, you know? That is... see Even aquariums, honestly... And I like a good home fish tank. Aquariums, not really my jam. Like I heard the one here. Have you been? I haven't been to the one. I here. heard it's so. It's very small. Yeah, it's not that spectacular. It. My buddy has a kid, and no, um, the Chicago Shed Aquarium. That one I heard oh is. I God. heard the Chicago one. It's sick. sweet. But it's the, like eight bucks. Yeah, the ours is. Ooh, it's like twenty. Like, it's like thirty dollars. Yeah, it's like thirty bucks. It's like uh twenty five feet. My friend said he takes his son there, and he's like, I don't even want to do it anymore. Because the kid runs through the whole place because he's so excited he's at the aquarium that he runs the whole hallway down. He does that like two times, and then you've seen everything. And you're like, all right, well, there goes 30 bucks that I had. Yeah. It's fucking gone. Is it, do you guys know if it's freshwater or saltwater? Um, I think it has both. It has both? I, okay. I know they have like a small shark there, I think. All well, right. and that's... That's the other thing. Shark, it's know? like it's like it's only like this. A lot of the cool ass shit in the ocean can't survive in aquariums that way. Yeah, because all those animals need so much room to fucking like yeah. to move around, and it's so implanted in their brains to be like, oh, we got to go from fucking here to here, and it's just you're trying to do it, and when you can't. You just, you're, they just like bash their heads into like, they're just hitting the glass all the time. Like, I know, I think it's hammerheads or one of the sharks, uh, maybe great whites or something. They've like, they, they used some... to catch them all the time and try and be like, oh, well, let's pop this bitch in an aquarium. And then they would just fuck themselves up because they're trying to swim somewhere else. And they're like, dude, what's going on? It's like, this thing is in prison. This is like very close. It's like the uh, the hole of prison. Yeah, you know that is saying? being in the hole. <laughs> yeah, you know? Like there's just nothing. 
An aquarium, I'm cool on. A zoo, I at least have a little bit of... Columbus Zoo. Legit, is it Columbus legit. Zoo good? Yeah, you spend the whole, you spend the whole day there, man. It, yeah, that, who's that guy? He just passed away, the guy who founded it. He's like a... Uh, not, not Jack Hanna. Yeah, Jack Hanna. Is it Jack Hanna? Jack Hanna die? Oh, he died, like, he recently, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I think zoos are... I think zoos recently have made more of an effort to, to like, assimilate not, not as much steel cages you, and, like, be, you know... For sure. Make sure it's only yeah. animals that were born in captivity. Or a lot of times you see mother and daughter in the same... Yeah, you have these animals. Or however the fuck they have it well, set the up. The giraffe you know? antelope pen at the Columbus one, it's huge. Like, it's like... A, it looks like an African plane. I mean, it's, like, enormous. It takes a good, like, 20 minutes to walk from one end to the other. Yeah. Well, the, now... Like you were saying, too, they're also trying to ha add all these other elements to the zoo to draw people in. So it's more about even the landscaping and what they do, the uh, the Chinese lantern shit oh, and fucking all that shit's awesome. Yeah. I love all that. Stuff. It's using the Metro Park. It's not so much about like, come check out the new animal. It's like, hey, we have these animals here. We're making the best. There's Do we still have the rainforest thing? The, the oh, rainforest yeah. rips, dude. Right? I think the rainforest, the rainforest goes... The rainforest is cool. Yeah. Rainforest goes dumb hard. When it starts raining in there, <laughs> uh, and then uh, you turn around and you have the half water, half land thing where like the crocodiles or whatever yeah. we're in, that shit was... My buddy went to the, the Brazilian rainforest uh, <sighs> this year, or last uh, last year, I think. OG Brazilian rainforest? Yeah, like yeah. He, yeah. Oh yeah, he yeah. was. In, he spent. Uh, I think he spent like a week in Brazil, and he was showing me. I mean, dude, he's cruising down the Amazon River, man. Like in the that little, shit in a little is speedboat, little you know, speedboat like, canoe looking thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just has a little rudder on the back. Yeah. Dude. Like, dude, it was so. I mean, yeah, the tropical birds just flying down. Like, it was nuts. He that. said the. He said to get there was a pain in the ass. To get back was even worse. He had to take like five planes to get home. Did he take any ayahuasca? Or anything I like? don't think he did. No. <laughs> He's like, I'm a new man, literally. The, yeah, right. He came back. He wasn't quite the same. No, that would. That's I, still rad, though. Like, oh yeah. In, and then like they like they went to you know they spent like a day in Rio or whatever. Like they were they, you know, they got some civilization, but they were mostly like kind of roughing it. I'm worried about getting bit by a rattlesnake here, well, and like I know we don't even have they don't even live here. Yeah, on an older episode, uh, Pat was talking about how any time he tra travels somewhere else, he sees what what's there that could kill him. Yeah, what's dude, that's oh, really? oh yeah, dude. I went to Minnesota, checked it out, dude. When Do I went to North Carolina, yeah. I've never even seen the ocean. Oh really? I I guess I tech I probably did. So the closest I probably got was when I went to Russia to Flew represent our country. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> we drove to New York City from here to fly, fly out of JFK. And so you saw the ocean there? You saw but, the Hudson River, dog. Yeah. But here's There's the nothing thing. living in there. Don't here worry. Was, no. But here's the thing. It was by the time we got there, our flight was at like 10 p.m. at night to get to Moscow we drove like the whole day to get to New York. So by the time, and I'm also in like sixth grade. So it's like, it's dark as fuck. I don't see anything in New York. And it's not like, you know, JFK is not on the water. <laughs> like it's not, they aren't like, we do seaplanes and land planes here. Uh, so I don't remember that. And then by the time we were on the plane, I mean, dude, I was just immediately passed out. I woke up and I was just like, all right, I guess we're in Russia now. So I've never, I've never even seen the ocean. To me, seems a little fake. <laughs> seems a little, a little oh, sus. We haven't even explored this whole thing. There's a giant squids down there. What's going on with this? Right. Yeah. Well, 
I just want to drain it. <laughs> Let's drain it and see what we got in there. I it is cool. Yeah, we don't know much about it. Like, it seems so odd it. that we just don't know. I wonder how it's far huge. off that is, too. Like, how far off time-wise before we make some, like, ocean spaceship to go down there. And that, we can, like, check it out or, like, yeah, see through the, the water so it's all clear. But that's like other... If they can't get to the pressure down there, wouldn't... Is the pressure in space? Because we can go... Uh, There's no pressure. It's a it's a vacuum. It's not mm, like crushing. Like when you're mm, when you're going underwater, it's like crushing vacuum. So crazy. It just seems crazy to me that they're like, uh, guys, we can't even get. The only one who can get down there is James Cameron. He's using all this knowledge to make fucking dumbass Avatar movies, <laughs> and that's all we get. Well, I heard a lot of that movie didn't even take place underwater. It's mostly like above Dude, the water. First off, first one sucked. I thought. I'm not an Avatar guy. Yeah, I'm not a big and Avatar And it's like, guy. I'm not even, I'm not even <laughs> one to, there's a million things you can point out that where it's like, okay, it's just Pocahontas in space. They're lo- the dumbest thing of the whole was we're looking for unobtainium. Is it hard to obtain? Is it? Oh, yeah. The, no shit, you can't find really it. really phoned that <laughs> name in. Like, you couldn't have just come up with any other name. And I also, for as much as I love uh, Giovanni Ribisi, the bad guy, like the main business bad guy in it. Oh, that's right. He, is he the plays bad the guy. shitty brother in Gone in sixty seconds. I like yeah. him though. I, I like him as a Giovanni. Yeah. I love yeah. him Lost as in an, translation. I yeah. love him as an actor, but that it was just like too spot on. Where it's like, dude, we let this guy play a good guy for once. This guy has played nothing but real piece of shit people. Every movie he's ever yeah. been in. And fun fact about Lost in Translation, I learned was. His character is based off of, I think it is, who did, uh, Spike Jones. Okay. Oh, okay. I believe, because he- That makes sense, yeah. Spike Jones dated Sofia Coppola. Really? Who's now married to the guy from um, the band. Uh, ooh. I don't know. French band. French uh, band. Phoenix? Phoenix, yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I was gonna say Panic at the Disco. Am I good? Yes or yes. yes. Yeah. That was a good. I yeah. would have never guessed that. I love Phoenix. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Spike Jones. It was either him or who does like Grand Budapest and stuff. Wes Anderson. Oh, Wes yeah. Anderson. It was one of the two. I think it was Spike Jones though. But um, yeah, she, she made that movie based around like her falling out of love with him, and Giovanni Ribisi plays like. So who, who's Bill Murray supposed to be? Yeah, Bill, regular get, Bill Murray. That she was like, I knew. She, remember when I we fucked in? I remember when we ends. fucked in Japan? Did he ever sleep with her? Uh, honestly, I don't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. No, there's like a big. I don't think he does. Honestly, I thought the movie was very okay. It's it's hard. Oh, it shot it's well cool. though. Yeah, it's slow. that's what it's it is. Shot it's, well. it's shot beautifully. Yeah. At that time too, that was when people were like, "Oh my god, the soundtrack." Has so many indie bands. Oh, yeah. Right. That yeah. was when uh, Garden State. Garden State. Where yeah. you're just like. I have the Garden State soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. So I have the Garden State. I fell asleep to it every night, dude. And she's a babe, dude. Oh, dude. You ever uh, seen Godfather 3? No. Uh, oh, Scarlett Johansson, that first Scarlett scene. Scarlett Johansson, for sure. Also, scene? Sofia Coppola, though. Yeah, Sophia, she's, she's a babe, yeah, too. She's very But sweet. that first scene with Scarlett Johansson, where her, like, ass cracks. Oh, thing, dude. I mean, I know I sound misogynist no, and fucking. <laughs> this is on the Patreon. Yeah, this is Patreon, brother. We say whatever we want. That bitch be hot. Yeah, but <laughs> she's that's, smoking. Like 
that really helped make her career. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, so it, I and, think and it solidified because it's like, oh yeah, you're Francis Coppola's daughter, whatever. But you really gotta you, you gotta show, you gotta bring it. You know? Yeah. Well, I think it was a. It's one of those weird movies where it's like it came out at the perfect time where indie movies were all like this big rage because I feel like you had like I said, Garden State, Eternal Sunshine, all these fucking weird kind of like. Uh, bigger actors going to do these indie movies and more like art housey style, and it's like I don't know. It Lost in Translation, all of them seem so try hard now. Like now, when you rewatch them again a little bit, you're like, I this is very melodramatic. Like this is mean. this is stuff where it's like, hey, you're in Japan. Just go have a little fucking fun, baby. Cut what loose, we- go to the karaoke bar. Yeah, I mean, they like- did do that, but like, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know what I noticed? I agree 100% with what you said. Mm-hmm. But recently, in the last two years since COVID, no one wants to put any money, any studio into like any art oh, film whatsoever. It's all A24. It's all that shit, dude. Well, A24 is, makes and good stuff. I think but, A24 yeah. makes great stuff, but it's all... Yeah. Now it's like people... There are Disney yeah. adults... Now, when you go on like Tinder and shit and Bumble, like eight people are like, "I'm an A24 person." A24 stands, and it's like that's a thing. I don't yeah, know. and I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm I'm like yeah. swiping away. Well, Joe's 100 percent right because that's a whole thing I heard people talking about. They're like, no one takes chances on movies anymore because if they don't think they're gonna make their money back, they just don't bother. Yeah, they can't afford to have a flop. Like, do you know one of the worst movies that financially was a, a bust was? Uh, it's called The Adventures of Pluto Nash with. Eddie oh, Murphy. Wait, Eddie Murphy, yeah. That movie cost $107 million to make, and mm-hmm. it made $1 million. Yeah. <laughs> they lo- they took a $100 million bath on this shitty Eddie Murphy movie. I didn't know that. that yeah. That makes sense, though. But I feel like it's still, like, most of those, throughout, like, the, the history of film, most of those, like, cool occult bangers yeah. didn't cost much to make. Easy Rider. You know what I'm saying? Clerks. That was nothing. Clerks. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? You know what really makes those fucking movies? The soundtrack. The yeah. soundtrack does you make so a lot like, of those. So like, and for me, I, I'm a big music. Guy. You guys are big music guys. Yeah. So like, there's something about being, um, being able to pace the soundtrack with the movie properly. Quentin Quarantino is great at that. For uh, sure, dude. The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood soundtrack. Yep. It, a nice summer day. I just bumped that. Sh- I, I want a convertible. I want to be like Brad Pitt in that movie. Yeah. And just bump that soundtrack all day. We're cutting the roof off the Altima. Some little... little <laughs> <laughs> dude, don't tempt me, man. Awesome. We'll, we'll do it. Jack- Paul, Paul Revere and the Raiders, you know? Jackass style, though, where it's just me, just with the uh, Sawzall. <laughs> We got about five minutes left, y'all. Uh, this time, time flies on this show. Yeah, that went by fast, yeah. dude. John, I want to say thank you for coming on, brother. Thank you for having me. Um, anything so you, you want to plug or anything? Yeah. So I'll plug the show if yeah. that's okay, real fast. Um, that's it's not what we're official. Here for. Yeah, it's not official yet, but um, I'm gonna be having a show on WCSB, which is 89.3 radio in Cleveland. You can stream it on WCSB Cleveland State's website right oh yeah the name of the show is going to be friend of the devil it's a grateful dead hour right but unlike other grateful dead shows i'm not just going to sit up in that booth press play on a live show i'm going to play like all my favorite cuts and dead influences whether it's blues rock country soul 60s pop anything like that that the dead covered um we do take requests you know so you can feel free to call in i don't know that number by heart you know but i'll get there yeah 
But in the meantime, like I'm training under another guy named Joel on Sunday nights at seven o'clock. You can tune in. It's a reggae show. So it's a perfect parallel to the Grateful Dead. So if you want to tune in, you can hear me and Joel chop it up and play some like OG reggae tracks. You'll be on there this Sunday. What time? Sunday at seven o'clock. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Go listen uh, to some reggae this Sunday and make sure you're keeping an eye out on WCSB.com for Joe's new show. Uh, thank you, Sean, as always, That's for, right there. for <laughs> running the boards. Um, thank you, Joe, again, for coming through. For everyone listening, make sure you are uh, going to follow us at threadsanddreads.com. Make sure you, or threadsanddreads.com, go to patreon.com backslash threadsanddreads. Listen to this episode. Go support us. Uh, go to Instagram.com backslash threads and dreads pod. Follow us there. Like, leave comments, do all that fun shit. Um, and now we are available on video on the old YouTube. Ooh. So Untitled Shoe Show, we've got two episodes out. Uh, more to come. And this video should be available on Patreon for people. So we are going to get that rocking and rolling. Yeah. I mean, if you guys just want to pay $5 for one month just to kind of see what it's all about. Yeah. If you and don't it's like only it, 420 Unsubscribe. Cost four twenty. Pretty cool number. No, it's it's five dollars. Oh, we fuck. O- we only get we only get about four twenty of that five. Is how it works. Fuck. We got to pay Daddy Patreon. Daddy Patreon needs his money. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys next week with some more interview stuff, new Untitled Shoe Show, and more content in general. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Peace.